0: Today, being the anniversary of Lompocha's final passing away, I offer a few short readings from his various Dhamma talks, teachings, both from the collected teachings of Ajahn Chah and also the little booklet of sayings called No Ajahn Chah. When we realize the Dhamma, wherever we sit, we know Dhamma. Wherever we are, we hear the Buddha's teaching. When we understand Dhamma, the Buddha is within our mind. The Dhamma is within our mind. And the practice leading to wisdom is within our own mind. Having the Buddha, the Dhamma and the Sangha within our own mind means that whether our actions are good or bad, we know clearly for ourselves their true nature. The things of this world are merely conventions of our own making. Having established them, we get lost in them and refuse to let go giving rise to clinging to personal views and opinions. This clinging never ends. It is samsara, flowing endlessly on. It has no completion. Now if we know conventional reality, then we'll know liberation. If we clearly know liberation, then we'll know convention. This is to know the Dhamma. Here. There is completion. The worldly way is to do things for a reason, to get some return. But in Buddhism, we do things without the idea of gaining anything. The world has to understand things in terms of cause and effect. But the Buddha teaches us to go above and beyond cause and effect. His wisdom was to go above cause, beyond effect, to go above birth and beyond death, to go above happiness and beyond suffering. Think about it. There's nowhere to stay. We people live in a home. To leave home and go where there is no home, we don't know how to do that. Because we've always lived with becoming, with clinging. If we can't cling, we don't know what to do. So, most people don't want to go to Nibbana. There's nothing there. Nothing at all. Look at the roof and the floor here. The upper extreme is the roof. That's an abiding. The lower extreme is the floor. And that's another abiding. But in the empty space between the floor and the roof, there's nowhere to stand. One could stand on the roof or stand on the floor, but not on that empty space. Where there is no abiding, that's where there's emptiness and nibbana is this emptiness. People hear this and they back up a bit. They don't want to go. The Buddha said, Ananda, practice a lot. Develop your practice. Whoever sees the Dhamma sees me, and whoever sees me sees the Dhamma. Where is the Buddha? We may think that the Buddha has been and gone, but the Buddha is the Dhamma, the truth. Some people like to say, oh, if I'd been born in the time of the Buddha, I would have gone to Nibbāna. Here, stupid people talk like this. The Buddha is still here. The Buddha is truth. Regardless of whoever is born or dies, the truth is still here. The truth never departs from the world. It's there all the time. Whether a Buddha is born or not, whether someone knows it or not, the truth is still there. So, we shall get close to the Buddha. We shall come close within and find the Dhamma. When we reach the Dhamma, we'll reach the Buddha. Seeing the Dhamma will see the Buddha, and all doubts will resolve. The practice of Dhamma is like this. It's not that the Dhamma is very far away. It's right within us. The Dhamma isn't about the angels on high or anything like that. It's simply about us, about what we're doing right now. Observe yourself. Sometimes there's happiness, sometimes suffering, sometimes comfort, sometimes pain, sometimes love, sometimes hate. This is Dhamma. Do you see it? You should know this Dhamma. You have to read your experiences. You must know sensations before you can let them go. When you see that sensations are impermanent, you'll be untroubled by them. As soon as a sensation arises, just say to yourself, hmm, this is not a sure thing. When your mood changes, hmm, not sure. You can be at peace with these things, just like seeing the monkey and not being bothered by it. If you know the truth of sensations, that's knowing the Dhamma. You let go of sensations, seeing that invariably they are all uncertain. What we call uncertainty here is the Buddha. The Buddha is the Dhamma. The Dhamma is the characteristic of uncertainty. Whoever sees the uncertainty of things sees the unchanging reality of things. That's what the Dhamma is like. And that is the Buddha. If you see the Dhamma, you see the Buddha. Seeing the Buddha, you see the Dhamma. If you know anichang, uncertainty, you will let go of things and not grasp onto them. You say, hey, Don't break my glass. Can you prevent something that is breakable from breaking? If it doesn't break now, it'll break later on. If you don't break it, somebody else will. If someone else doesn't break it, one of the chickens will. The Buddha says to accept this. He penetrated the truth of these things, seeing that this glass is already broken. Whenever you use this glass, you should reflect that it's already broken. Do you understand this? The Buddha's understanding was like this. He saw the broken glass within the unbroken one. Whenever its time is up, it'll break. Develop this kind of understanding. Use the glass, look after it, until when, one day, it slips out of your hand. Smash! No problem. Why is there no problem? Because you saw its brokenness before it broke. But usually people say, Oh, I love this glass so much. May it never break. Later on the dog breaks it. Ah, kill that damn dog. You hate the dog for breaking your glass. One of your children breaks it. You hate them too. Why is this? Because you've damned yourself up. The water can't flow. You've made a dam without a spillway. The only thing the dam can do is burst, right? When you make a dam, you must make a spillway also. When the water rises up too high, the water can flow off safely. When it's full to the brim, you open your spillway. You have to have a safety valve like this. Impermanence, is the safety valve of the noble ones. If you have this safety valve, you will be at peace. Where is the Buddha? The Buddha is in the Dhamma. Where is the Dhamma? The Dhamma is in the Buddha. Right here, now. Where is the Sangha? The Sangha is in the Dhamma. The Buddha, the Dhamma and the Sangha exist in our minds. But we have to see it clearly. Some people just pick this up casually saying, oh, the Buddha, Dhamma and Sangha exist in my mind. Yet their own practice is not suitable or appropriate. It does not conform with reality. It's thus not befitting that the Buddha, the Dhamma and the Sangha should be found in their minds namely because the mind must first be that mind which knows the Dhamma. Bringing everything back to this point of Dhamma will come to know that truth does exist in the world, and thus it's possible for us to practice to realize it. Whether a tree, a mountain or an animal, it's all Dhamma. Everything is Dhamma. Where is this Dhamma? Speaking simply, that which is not Dhamma doesn't exist. Dhamma is nature. This is called the dhamma, the true Dhamma. If one sees nature, one sees Dhamma. If one sees Dhamma, one sees nature. Seeing nature one knows the Dhamma. And so what is the use of a lot of study? when the ultimate reality of life, in its every moment, in its every act, is just an endless cycle of births and deaths. If we're mindful and clearly aware, when in all postures, sitting, standing, walking, lying, then self-knowledge is ready to be born. That is, knowing the truth of Dhamma already in existence, right here and now. At present, the Buddha, the real Buddha, is still living. For he is the Dhamma itself, the Satcha-Dhamma. And Satcha-Dhamma, that which enables one to become Buddha, still exists. It hasn't fled anywhere. The real Dhamma, the Buddha told Ananda, can only be realized through practice. Whoever sees the Buddha sees the Dhamma. And how is this? Previously, no Buddha existed. It was only when Siddhartha Gautama realized the Dhamma that he became the Buddha. If we explain it in this way, then he is the same as us. If we realize the Dhamma, then we will likewise be the Buddha. This is called the Buddha in mind, or Nama Dhamma. Likewise, if each and every person practices to attain this truth, then they too will change to be Buddha. A devout elderly lady from a nearby province came on a pilgrimage to Wat Bapong. She told Ajahn Chah she could stay only for a short time as she had to return to take care of her grandchildren and since she was an old lady, she asked if he could please give her a brief dhammatuk. Ajahn Chah replied with great force, Hey, listen, there's no one here, just this. No owner, no one to be old, to be young, to be good or bad, weak or strong. Just this. That's all. Just various elements of nature going their own way. All empty. No one born and no one to die. Those who speak of birth and death are speaking the language of ignorant children. In the language of the heart of Dhamma, there are no such things as birth and death. Peace is within oneself to be found in the same place as agitation and suffering. It's not found in a forest or on a hilltop, nor is it given by a teacher. Where you experience suffering, you can also find freedom from suffering. Trying to run away from suffering is actually running towards it. If you let go a little, you'll have a little peace. If you let go a lot, you will have a lot of peace. If you let go completely, you will have complete peace. People are always looking outwards, at people and things around them. They look at this hall, for example, and they say, Oh, it's so big. Actually, it's not big at all. Whether or not it seems big, depends on your perception of it. In fact, this hall is just the size it is, neither big nor small. But people run after their feelings all the time. They're so busy looking around and having opinions about what they see, that they have no time to look at themselves. Once a visitor asked Ajahn Shah if he was an arahant. He said, I'm like a tree in a forest. Birds come to the tree. They sit on its branches and eat its fruit. To the birds, the fruit may be sweet or sour or whatever, but the tree doesn't know anything about it. The birds say, sweet, or they say, sour. But from the tree's point of view, This is just the chattering of the birds.